Hello, wrestling fans. Welcome to the No Name Podcast. This is Quint Charisma. After a long absence, I am bringing back my podcast. I was off the um, podcast thing for a while. Uh, probably about, ooh, I think it's probably about eight months or so. Um, lots of, you know, stuff happened. Uh, got sick, uh, about died. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, so that kind of put a damper in it. And then, actually, when I wanted to got, you know, back on my feet and everything, things were going back to normal, I moved and, um, um, didn't have any, you know, cell service where I moved, so if you ever moved to Bowling Kentucky like I did, and you have Verizon service, don't believe them, your your phone will not work in Bowling Green, Kentucky, uh, so if Verizon tells you, oh, your phone will work fine if they're delting and they're lying to you, but that's beside the point, so anyway, uh, this is kind of like a little test run, dry run, whatever you want to call it. I'm by myself, so uh, no guessing. So it probably won't be that long. Um, there's a lot of things that's happened uh, since I did my last podcast, which I, I want to say it was probably October, 1st October, because I got sick uh, like the last uh, two weeks of October. So, um, yeah, it's probably, actually it might have been um, before... Might be the end of September, early October, something like that. I know the last person on here was uh, buzzed up. He was the last person I had on here. Uh, he was actually going to, we were going to do another one, uh, uh, part two. And it like the week we were to do it, I got sick. And um, so I thought, you know, I told him, you know, give me about a week, you know, everything. I'll be, you know, I'll get, I'll heal, you know, I'll get better and everything. And um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do part two. And little I know, you know, the I went about a week, you know, I'm getting better. You go the went to the doctor and they diagnosed me with pneumonia, and then it kept getting worse. And um, so after four days after we got diagnosed with the pneumonia, I, I knew something wasn't right because. Um, I couldn't breathe. I mean, I'm fat and everything. I get blowed up easy, but I mean, I could not breathe. And I told my wife, I said, you know, uh, I'm I'm having trouble. You know, she's like, well, it's, you know, she was at work. She said, I'll come home. We'll take you to the hospital, emergency room. I said, no, let's wait till tomorrow. And because I don't like going to hospitals, I don't do hospitals. Um, the last time I was in a hospital, besides this time, was um, I think I was like five or six years old. I just don't do hospitals, um, but um, I knew something wasn't right because I, you know, being blowed up and being just where you can't even breathe, just just uh, sitting. Yeah, I knew something wasn't right, and it was more than you know the pneumonia. Um, so I called her at work like at four o'clock that afternoon. I said. I said, something ain't right. I gotta go to the emergency room. I was gonna try to wait out to the next morning, and luckily, um, I didn't, because by the time I got to, uh, from Lafayette, Tennessee, to Galveston, Tennessee, to uh, Southern Regional Hospital, uh, my lips were turning blue, and um, I wasn't doing too good. So, um, you know, most times, like I said, I would just wait it out to the next morning. I would have went to sleep. Well, come to find out, they did start running tests on me, everything, and I had a blood clot in my lung. So, which they, which, uh, four days earlier was, I said it was pneumonia. was a wasn't pneumonia in my lung. It was a blood clot. So, um, going back to Thursday, like I said, I was going to wait till Friday morning to go to the hospital. So, if I would have went to sleep, if I could have... What I normally would have done would just, you know, toughed it out and waited to Friday morning. Most likely, if I would have went to sleep uh, Thursday, I probably would have died. Um, because by the time I got to the hospital, my lips were turning blue and it wasn't, it, they said I probably, I probably could have died. I, they said I probably would have died that night if I didn't got, if I went to the hospital. So, um, basically, I almost died. Um, and if I do what I normally do, I would have died because I, I said I would have toughed it out and just, you know, toughed it out until the next morning and, you know, I would have went to sleep 
that night and probably would have died and never woke up. So make sure you know, uh, think a lot of things makes, um, you know, your life, uh, you know, you think you just got, you know, cold, flu, whatever. I mean, you know, go get checked out, man, because it, you know, I know we're, you know, a lot of this, this boys, you know, we don't, you know, we've been in the business and we try to, um, you know, be tough and everything. And, but, I mean, stuff can, you don't know. Go get checked, you know, go to the doctor. And, um, like I said, I didn't was the first time. But even if you go and it's still something right, go back. I mean, because if I wouldn't have, like I said, if I wouldn't have went that not, uh, that late afternoon, I probably would have died. So, even if you think, oh, it's just something, still go get checked out, man. Because, you know, it, it, we're not doctors. I mean, we know our bodies and everything, you know, especially, you know, we're not, we're not, like, you know, normal people. Because, you know, what we put our bodies through, you know, and, uh, so we're used to pain, we're used to discomfort and stuff, so, um, we might not think it's serious, that serious, you know, and normal person it would be, and they would get checked out and stuff, so, you know, do yourself a favor, you know, if you're feeling bad, go get checked out, and if still don't, something ain't right, do, you know, go the extra length, because, uh, like I said, if I wouldn't have, um, you know, went against everything I believe in is in toughing it out to the next day or whatever, or see if it'll go away, I would not be here today. Thank, thank you know, thank the Lord up above that He, uh, He has a plan for my life. I don't know what it is, uh, because I've, like I tell people every day, uh, with my health, while I'm still breathing, looking up every day, is a miracle. So I always tell myself, you know, I don't know what it is right now, but the good Lord's got something for me, and He has a plan for me, because I, anybody else with my in my condition and shape wouldn't be alive today. So I'm thinking maybe that was a um, little reminder, hey, you know, the good Lord said, hey, I got something else, you know, for you in life. I don't know what it is, I don't know what it is like I said, but you know, I hope I can find out what, what's, you know, out there for me, because... There's something reason why I'm still on this earth, because um, like I said I, I shouldn't be around, you know. And I think that was the wake up call. Of, hey, look, you're here for a reason. So hopefully I'll find that reason pretty soon. Maybe it's to do this podcast. I don't know. I doubt it. But anyway, uh, getting off of that, and I didn't even I wasn't even going to talk about that. I just kind of got off on the little thing here. Um, uh, some stuff, you know, I'm you know talk about on this podcast. Um, you know, I'm gonna have a guest like I did before. Um, I'm gonna talk a little more about stuff that I think, you know. One thing that's really, I guess I'm gonna talk about it. I wasn't gonna, I was gonna end it about right here, but I don't know. I, guess I ain't got nothing to do today. It's 4th of July. I'm home. My wife's at work. Um, my baseball games, I'm recording them, so I'll watch them later at night because I stay up to like 3 o'clock in the morning. Every, so I always watch my baseball games. So I'm fast, fast forward through it. Um, uh, I guess I'll just ramble on, talk about a few things. Uh, I started watching um, Continental Wrestling. Uh, actually, what got me onto that was that uh, new Jarrett Parsons Wrestling uh, channel. On, I got on my Roku. So I started watching that. And I've watched Continental. I've always liked Continental. Never got to see a bunch of it growing up, you know. Um, is in Middle Tennessee, we just didn't get Continental, but you always see it in the in the magazines and stuff. Uh, you know, before tape trading was around, basically you only see on you know in the magazines. But you know, we would see um, some of the guys you'd read about in Continental. You'd see come through Memphis, or you'd see them on the, the Georgia TV. You know, so you knew you knew about them. And, um, so, you know, it always intrigued me that, it, you know, it looked like somebody, you know, would like. So, you know, when tape train come around, I got a few tapes, quality was awful. But anyway, getting back to the Jared Parsons, thing, so I saw watch, I had some Continental, so I watched it, I was like, alright, and then they only had like, eight, four episodes or whatever, I was like, man, and I was like, oh, man, I, it started like in 85, and Continental went from Southeast to Continental, so, I, you know, those 
four or five episodes I had on there it got me hooked. So I went to YouTube. So I started um, trying to go. If I watch something, I want to watch it. Try to get it in order best you can. I hate missing episodes because I like to, you know, as I watch for the storyline, you know, I watch it for the storylines. I try to watch it back of, as, a fan, as a fan. I try to watch stuff as a fan. That's hard to nowadays, but especially old stuff, I try to watch it as a fan. New stuff, I watch it as being smart, but like the old, you know, stuff territories, I try to watch it as a, still watch it as a fan, which I can still do. Some people can't, but I can still do it now. That's, you know, but anyway, that's the point. So anyway, so I've missed, you know, there were some episodes that's just not out there. Some of the quality is um, hit or miss, but man, uh, I'm up to, let's see, what is it? It was like summer of 85, and I'm right now, I'm up to, I want to say October of 86 is what I'm up to. There's been some episodes missed, because uh, I couldn't find them on YouTube, and there was like half episodes. Uh the probably the best person on YouTube that's got the most um, continental stuff is this. Uh, I think it's called Armstrong Alley. I think that's the guy's name on YouTube. Man, he's got pretty much the biggest collection collection of continental uh, that I've seen out there. And some of his stuff is like I say, he, he's missing some episodes here and there. Probably because he he's went and it's like he's really you know went out of his way to get everything that's out there some of the quality is pretty shaky uh but overall it's really you know it's it's pretty decent collection he's got like i said probably the best one i've seen out there um but yeah the continental was really good the armstrong man, what i liked about it was the the bay faces you know they they got the they'd finally you know when they'd, they'd get over when they'd finally get over boom them hills grab it back away they'd grab you know get that heat right back you know, and it's the um, it's really good booking. I thought, um, even with the same people, with the Armstrongs and the Fullers, and Golden, and which Fuller and uh, Robert Fuller and Jimmy Golden, they 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 came in and out. Uh, they didn't there the whole full run. What I've been watching, but they come in and out, and then they get out, leave on ang you know angles and injury, you know stuff like that. So it was really good. Uh, the whole bullet thing where they're trying to take the hood off, that's really good. But they've kept, even though they've used the same people, a lot of the same crew, they've really kept it good with the storyline. So, um, like I said, I'm up to October 86. It's really good. Uh, and it seems like uh, in going into 87, uh, this guy's got most of the, uh, what, what I was, you know, uh, scrolling through, looks like he's got most episodes of the eighty from nineteen eighty seven. So that's going to be really good. Um, and then he's actually looks like he's got every episode from eighty seven all the way up to when they shut down. And uh, I guess it was eight, late eighty nine or something like that. But anyway, uh, so I've been watching that. I took a little break from that this past week, and I started up something I've always wanted to watch. I used to have a couple tapes of Portland wrestling uh, from I think it was like seventy nine eighty. I used to have back in the day. Um, from Portland, it was um, a couple shows. Is really I thought it was really really good, um, but I never. It's by the time I I got really into you know dealing in the tapes, and then over to DVDs. I basically, I kind of stopped actually um, watching them for myself. I'd get them, get stuff in. I'd scan through it, make sure it was all right, and then boom, you know, I I'd basically um, you know I'd I'd make a master. I'd have I'd have my master copy, and then I would make another copy, which I would run my uh, dubs off from. So basically, I'd have two copies, but that master copy would sit, so I wouldn't get no play at all. In case the one, see, I had, I don't know, I was kind of anal about it, but um, anyway. So I never, I really, after a while, I stopped watching what I was getting in. I became more of a way to make a little extra money than actually enjoy. Um, where I was getting in, and I had a, I had a monster collection of videotapes, and then I went over to DVDs, and this monster collection of DVDs, and I say probably, I say probably from '99 till well, I sold my collection in 2009, I probably didn't sit down and just watch, um, 
the tapes and the DVDs I got in from that basically a 10-year period. I didn't even I didn't watch them to watch them as a fan. I watched, scanned through them, make sure they played right. There weren't no bad spots where the quality was. I matched this and stuff like that. But so the stuff that I was that I got into the tape stuff for uh, to see later on, I actually had a lot of it and never watched it. It just sat there, which I kicked myself in the in the um, twig and berries now for for um, not watching it or not keeping it. But that's beside the point. So. Like I said, I went back to Portland. I get, uh, and, and if you've listened to my podcast, you know I get off on left field and stuff. I, it takes me an hour to tell a five-minute story. But anyway, so I uh, did the uh, YouTube search for Portland. And uh, this one guy, I can't remember what his name is. He has probably the most, um, most Portland on YouTube. And I can't remember what the guy's name was. Um but so he had 77 Portland so I started watching it in quality is is really shaky but for 77 78 I mean I'm I'm I used to be real anal about quality and uh or, or quality anal <laughs> uh, that's for you Mark Gordy um but um you know I'm really big stick on quality but now I've realized this stuff is just not out there so I overlook quality you know now but um the 77, 78 Portland, I've been watching this. I can't remember. I wish I would wrote that guy's name down on his, um, or, or guy or girl, who it is, man or woman. Whoever has that's on there. But he has the biggest uh, collection. Um, he, uh, he, like I said, it's it's, it's really good. And, it, and I, like I said, I try to go in order to watch each show in order to, you know, the angles and stuff. Uh, like I said, I'm, uh, 77, 78, I think it's I'm not early 78, he's got a lot but a lot more than I've ever seen but anyway, uh, Buddy Rose is the uh, top heel him and Ed Wazgowski which later became Colonel De Beers were basically the top, two top heels and man, Buddy Rose was gold he, top heel, man that, everybody, I know a lot of people remember him from his days in New York WWF, um Doing you know the the fat gimmick and everything, but he was really he he was in really good shape then. I mean he had a little gut, but nothing. He was probably two twenty five maybe. Could move, but just he knew how to be a heel. He could get that heat. Oh, if you get a chance, watch some of it. And um, oh, it's just really good. And Moondog Maine is him and Dutch Savage are the two top baby faces, and from. Well, I can remember, I think this is um, close to the time when Moondog Maine passed away, I think, in 78, I think it was. So, this was like his, probably his last big run before he passed. But, man, it, it's just good stuff, man. So, I highly, highly, highly recommend um, this Portland 77-78. And, like I said, I wish I could remember the guy's name. But if you go and just, you know, get on your YouTube search and put in Portland 1977, Portland Wrestle 1977, it'll pull his up because he's like the only one that's got them. He has, like, the biggest collection, so you can pull it up. I remember back in the tape trading days and DVD days, there was a guy uh, on one of the uh, websites I used to uh, frequent, Crazy Max. I want to say his name was, he went by Hoops Johnson or something like that. He had a massive Portland collection. I'm talking massive. And I don't know if it's the same guy or not, but, um, but yeah, check that out. If you like old school, just good wrestling heat. He was getting the heat and sympathy on the baby faces. Good stuff. Um, so, yeah, check out that Portland wrestling I've been doing. Um, another thing I started actually yesterday watching, um, hear a lot of people talking about this MLW. Actually, um, I see it posted on Facebook. In a little bit, and then Cornet, I hear Cornet talking about it all the time on his stuff. So I was like, "Well, I'm gonna give it a try." A try. So I put it on there, and I was like, "Man, there's a lot of episodes." I was like, "If I start at the very beginning, I'll never make get it caught up." Because that's what I tried to do with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood a few years back. I went back from the very beginning to where actually the, to their third, second year. Because I actually got used to watch it on. Um, it was on a channel on uh, Direct TV. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, I used to watch it on that, and then um, I didn't watch it for like three years, and then I started watching it again. So I had to go went back 
and try to watch it back from where I left off, and I finally just stopped because I could never catch it. I was still, I was watching three or four episodes a day, and I still was like, like a year and a half behind. So, finally, I just, I gave up on that. Um, but, so I said, I'm not going to do that with MLW because I'm going to give it a shot. So, I started, I went back through their episodes, and I, I think I started like on their Halloween episode, sort of watching it. Um, it's okay. It's, it's you know, it's today's product. Um um, the, um, production quality is really, really good, um, you know, it's, um, if you like today's style and stuff, I mean, it's a good, it, it, it I think you'd like it if you haven't watched it before, um, I just, I'm, I'm gonna keep watching it and, you know, see if, but I can tell, it's not my, really my cup of tea, but I'm still gonna, you know, give it a, give it a shot and keep watching a little bit more, and, um, I think what else I've been watching, wrestling wise, that might be it. Watched tons of baseball, college baseball just ended. If you know me personally, that's my big thing, college baseball. Uh, WKU Hilltoppers, that's my team. Um, we actually made the um, conference tournament this year, so that was pretty good. We actually won a game in the conference; it was awesome. Um, and then uh, the uh, Regionals, Super Regionals, and then the College World Series. Vanderbilt won. Everybody know if you know me, Vanderbilt's my second team um, in all sports because that was my team growing up. So they won the World Series. That was awesome. Um, I know you probably don't want to hear about baseball, but it, I talk about everything. So except politics, I won't talk about that. But anyway, uh, so that that's over. So now I'm getting um, so most of my time on baseball is just to Major League Baseball right now, watching it. So I record many games I want, I can, and like I said, I watch them late at night. Fast forward to the commercials. Um, I think it's about, but that wrestling ones. I think that's all I watch here lately. Um, I haven't watched NXT in a while. I just, I don't know. I seem like all the matches are the same. It don't matter what, even what actually you, who who the guys are. It's Seem like all the matches are kind of the same, you know. It's tons of you know strikes. I I hate that striking. I guess I'm old school. It's not striking. You're punching and kicking, forearming, whatever. Striking that's MMA terms. It's like, do you want to be wrestling? Or you want to be MMA? You know. To me, I'm old school. Like there's there needs to be a difference, you know. And um, but it just seems like it's all you know. Forearms, kicks, blows, move, move, moves. You sell three, and then I'll sell three, or we'll, you sell three, and then I'll sell, and then I'll take over. Then you sell four. You know, it just—it's like every match is like that. It seems like, and it's just back and forth, and I don't know. I just I guess I'm just too old school. I like the old, you know, baby face heat. Get some good heat, you know. Which I've there has been times in the past. There's been some good. Really good heat, but it's just, I don't know. It's just too. It's all, to me, it just bl it blends in. Everybody, like, they, even though they, I like how they're not using the same, everybody looks the same anymore. You know, all shapes and size bodies now, but their matches, it seems like they all do the same stuff. You know, punch, kick, you know, forearms, 25 insiguries, and all that. You know, just, it's just too much. Um, but so I haven't watched that in a, oh probably I think I watched about three episodes after no nah, two episodes after their big uh, WrestleMania weekend show I didn't watch WWF since WrestleMania either I haven't I just let my my card run out I didn't even buy a new one so it just there's nothing I don't even watch Raw or SmackDown. I got it on my DVR. Every week it's there. I don't even watch it anymore. I don't know. I'm just not interested in it. I don't know. But I think that's about all the wrestling. Like I said, I've been watching lately. I'm sure I'll run across something. Oh, there's something I'm going to watch in between my Continental Portland and uh, MLW. Uh, when I was on the... Um, the guy's got all the Continental. I was something there, and he has some California wrestling from 86. 
I've never seen any of it. Um, so I want to check some of that out because um, I've seen it. has got Tuck Snowman. He came through Memphis, um, I want to say 85 maybe or something like that. And i seen him on there. Um, I think Tom Ernesto was the booker. I think he left Memphis and went out there. Um, so I'm going to check some of that out. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's, you know, I'll watch anything that's old, um, you know, old school territory days or anything. I'll watch it, no matter what it is, you know, so, I never seen so I'm going to probably um, slide some of those in there, watch some of those and everything, but um, I'm trying to think what else, yeah, that's probably all the things. Um... Some stuff I don't like, you know, I want to talk with people, have on guests, you know, and I'm not, I mostly ask them stuff, but, you know, like I said, my, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is getting scraggly. Uh, things, you know, I like to talk about, and so I won't ask, you know, I'll ask them their, about them, you know, I, don't, I try not to um, talk about other stuff. Actually, um, I'm going to try to get Mark Gordy on here, and I talk to him about doing like a once a week thing like maybe like a little 30 minute where we just shoot the bull no topics um uh still trying to line that up um just setting it up and getting schedules uh together and all that because you know a little something different like i said that and i can talk about stuff i want to talk about instead of you know having a guest and because when you have a guest i want to talk to them about their stuff and all that but um Anyway, but yeah, some point stuff I like to talk about. I just want to oh, stop, stop, rewind. Um, yesterday, I found out that uh, a guy used to work around the Middle Tennessee area, uh, Boo Brown, Ronnie Brown, uh, passed away. It's not Ronnie Brown, the um, record driver. No, not not that idiot. Um, this guy was from I think Petersburg, uh, that area. Down there, Peter. I think uh, Peter's. I don't know. Wreck where um, the HCW used to run that area, Petersburg, um, Lewisburg, McMinnville. They I'll tell. I'll. He's from around there somewhere. I can't remember. But anyway, he worked for um, for uh, Steve Steve uh, C. Bryant Rental Fanning, uh, their HCW promotion. Uh, he worked for that. First time I ever saw him. I don't know if he worked even place that, but he passed away. Uh, I guess it was yesterday or maybe the day before, but uh, Shane Morton announced it um, that he had passed away. Um, he probably in his mid forties, maybe. I think he was younger than me. Um, I don't know. He, I, but he started. I want to say he started. I want to say ninety, maybe late ninety seven. Early '98, maybe, because I remember I actually tagged. I was in a tag match with him, uh, Christmas night of '98. Yeah, Christmas night of '98 in McMinnville. Uh, Stephen Randall called me back, and as if I was working on Christmas night, and I said no. I said you we got a booking if you want it, and and that'd been almost a year since uh, they fired me. So I was like, hey, why not? So I went down there, and it was me and Boo Brown against the Bruise Brothers, Chris Kern, Hot Rod Biggs. And um, I just remember that the house for Christmas night was awful. It was really, really bad. I think that's when they, when I think it's when Steve and Randall started getting the mind, the, the, idea in their, the idea in their mind to maybe time to pack it up. But it wasn't too, I don't think it was too much time after that. They, well... They were running 99. I can't remember. But I just remember I, had a, I tagged uh, with Boo Brown that night. Um, I said, that's the only time I was really around him because um, most of the places I actually worked with him on the same shows, uh, he was, besides that McMinnville show, he was Bay Face and I was Hill, and some of us always in places the dress rooms didn't connect. So um, never really knew, knew him, you know that much just knew of him and and worked the same places a few of the same places and everything was but uh you know him passed away it just seemed like i say last five five years 
uh, just a lot of the guys around here, you know, have passed away. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think who all. Before Boo, who was the last one that passed? I was thinking about this the other day, and I can't remember at all. Oh, gosh. The last one I remember um, was Troy Eaton. Uh, he passed last uh, last year, like around March. Um, he passed away, and then, um, let's see. Lonnie Lane passed away a couple years ago. Arnold Shabba Shabazz, he passed away a few years ago. It's crazy because um, I remember um, I actually posted this, I think, on my Facebook. Uh, I'll say probably three or four months ago. I had an had a, uh, old DVD of one of the HCW uh, shows in McMinnville, Tennessee. Um, I was watching it, and it was Ashley Hudson... Troy Eaton, Lonnie Lane, and who else was it? Somebody else. And there was like only one person in the match still alive. And I was like, oh my gosh. I try to think of that third person. It was somebody that they, they were, they passed away too. And it's just like, man, you know. When I first got in the business, you know, early 90s, it's like you never heard anybody you know, passing away, um, I think like the first one I remember, you know, that worked the Middle Tennessee area was the, uh, actually a kid that trained with me, his name was Richard Ernest, who went by Little Stinger, he was from Shelbyville, Tennessee, he actually trained with me with, uh, uh, there in Shelbyville with Chris Champion, and, um, he passed away like in 93, I do believe, like, I think it was actually on New Year's Eve in 93, I think, he was like the first one that I could... I can remember, um, that I can remember, oh man, my text is going off. <laughs> if you heard a goat in the background, that was my text thing going off. Um, I should have put my phone on vibrate. I got a new, brand new phone, so I had to get away from Verizon, and this new phone, I have no idea. But my text notification's a goat, because I couldn't find nothing that I like. They used to have a door knock and a bottle top. Uh, popping a bottle top, but I couldn't find it on things. I couldn't find it on Zedge because I ain't paying for nothing. But anyway, anyway, getting back to that, um, I, I saw when I can remember really passing away there for a long, long time uh, that you know I knew and worked with in the Middle Tennessee area. Um, you know, passed away. I'm trying to think, if there was anybody else? You know, because that was that was like New Year's Eve of '93. So I don't know if there was anybody until later on. I'm trying to remember. I'm sure there probably was, and I'll probably remember it later on. Um, but yeah, it was, um, I still trying to remember that, that fourth person was, it was in that match that was, was not with us anymore. But on the card, it was, um, it was whoever the third person, it was Troy, Lonnie, whoever the third person was in that match, and then the fourth person on that show, uh, was not with us anymore, was, um, uh, Gypsy Joe was, and somebody, then I saw them, they watched another show, had Gypsy Joe, a Troy on it, Kenny Arden, um, and Billy Travis, maybe? It was like a, it was like five or six on the HCW show that they're not with us anymore. And it's like, man, you know, it just makes you think. Um, but, you know, I just... You know, you, you know, you you work with these guys, and you know, you never think about it. You know, then you get out of the business, and you know, you don't you don't talk to them anymore. It ain't you know, it's because you don't want to. It's just life, you know. It's anything you separate. You know, what pulls you together, what you got your bond with, you don't do it anymore. So you, you know, you lose contact with these people, but you still, you know, you still have that bond of you know, of being in the ring with them. You know, you're you know. We were brothers back before this. I'm going to get off another rant here in a second. Um, you know, so even though you you hadn't talked to them in years, it still it still hurts that you lose them because you know one time you know y'all did share something y'all both love being in the business and you were brothers 
And that gets me on to my southern rant. I'm going to do it right now. This crap of this good brother stuff, y'all, you know, oh, we're good, good brothers, you know, rest of business change, we're not, screw y'all. All y'all new guys, we're good brothers. Y'all, y'all stab each other in the back just like we used to do over a, a booking, so don't give me that crap. Let's help each other out, whatever. They come down to it, y'all to be the same way, you know, we, the, Y'all just as carny as we are. Y'all just the dumb ones that go around telling everybody that that what we do and we shouldn't insult the people's intelligence in that. And we're good brothers. We we, we don't we don't we don't screw other people over and backstab them. And we try to help each other to to you know help the business better the business whatever. That's a bunch of crap. Trust me, I know. Because I saw all this good brother, and it's supposed to be out here. These uh, kids have been in the business last, it got in the business last 15, 10, 15 years. Yeah, where was y'all's good brother when I needed some help back um, a few months ago when I moved? Yeah, where was the, your good brother's there? You know, I had to move, and I was trying to move with with a crapping clot in my, a blood clot in my lung. Trying to get many people as a kid to help. There was some that was really, really close to where I was moving to. All you had to do was ask you for 30 minutes. I even was going to pay you. Some good brothers y'all are. Y'all know what good brothers are. Huh. Y'all are more carny than we were. Bunch of goofs. Anyway, that's off. That's getting back off, off my rant because I really could go into it. But I. I don't want to. I don't need no heat with nobody. Because I'm trying to stay heat free. Trying to change my outlook after I almost died. You know. That's kind of after I moved. Yeah. I, a couple days after I moved. I had to go back in the emergency room. Because I couldn't breathe. It wasn't. A, from, I thought it was another blood clot. But it wasn't. It was. A, I just. I worked myself. Moving myself. So. But I did have. Actually one guy. I want to. I would do one. If, I don't know if he listens to this or not. But Brian Miller. You stepped up, brother. You went. You came, and you helped me. When nobody else in this business, which you're not in the business anymore, but you were in this one time. I brought you in the business. I trained you, smartened you up. I needed help, brother. You were there. You came. You drove all the way. You drove like an hour away. Come and help me. Move that day. Didn't ask for a penny. Tried to give you money. Wouldn't take it. That's what a good brother is. You marks. You're all a bunch of marks for yourselves. What you are. That's what a, that's a, that's a good brother right there. Not a fake brother like all y'all. Y'all ain't know what good brothers are. Good brother. Whatever. I'll get off that before I get going too much on that. Y'all said y'all called us carnies and backstabbers. Y'all are the same way. Y'all just try to y'all try, try to tell yourself y'all don't do it like that. But if it come down to it, trust me. So y'all, never mind. I'm just gonna stop before I get going. But anyway, so yeah, uh, Brian Miller, you always got a uh, a um, a spot with me, brother. You're okay in my book. Um, but yeah, I'll get back to those. Let's see. I ain't gonna talk about the dying. Though. That's kind of getting that and making me mad about. These guys, new guys, these well, not new guys, but anybody's been in the business the last 10, 15 years. That, we're good brothers, whatever. Um, I guess I'll talk about the reunion coming up. Uh, the uh, reunion they have every year for the uh, North Alabama Tennessee reunion. It's uh, close to the people, the fans. It's just for the boys. Uh, I guess I ain't gonna talk about that then, because it's close to. The, it's close to the people. It's just for the boys. But that's coming up October 3rd. Can't wait. Go every year. Good to see some old guys. Um, get to meet some, you know, new guys. I like last year. Uh, I finally met Pat Rose. So I got a picture made with him. Uh, Pat Rose. Man, what a, what a wonderful guy. Nice guy. Um, very underrated. Very underrated. Um, if you get to, if you ever get, to see any of the old um, 
WOW out of Pensacola, uh, Rip Tyler's promotion from like 86, 87. Pat Rose was on that a lot. Man, some of his good workers there. Did Oh, he's so good. Cause a lot of people just remember him from, you know, um, doing jobs on WCW or NWA Saturday, you know, TBS stuff. Watch that WOD. Man, he was good. So good. So underrated. Um, I met Pat Rose for the first time. Got my picture finally with two guys that I grew up watching. Um, I watched, well, one of them I didn't get to watch a lot because uh, he wasn't on the TV a lot. Uh, but when Gula started, when Nick started, yeah, well, George started back up like in 83. Then like, he really got going around 84, 85. And he had his own TV in that, out, of, uh, was on, out of Nashville. Uh, I think it was UWA. Uh, they ran it out of Lebanon, a little studio out of Lebanon, Tennessee. It was on uh, uh, Channel 17 out of Nashville. The, uh, so it was like their second go-around. Uh, Arvel Hutto and Juicy Johnny, the Dream Machines. Uh, manager's Bobby D. Um, so, Hutto, I, I remember he went, and I didn't realize what he told me the other day, he went on TV that much, in which I look back, and he really wasn't. But he was all, I remember um, when they advertised the cards, he was always on the cards. He said, tell me the other day, he, he didn't do many TVs because his work schedule, uh, his shoot job, but, but I always liked him. There's somebody I always loved Juicy Johnny, and um, I said I didn't see a lot of Hutto, but I, you know, I, said, I always he was part of the Dream Machines anyway. I, from but I always liked it, you know, the Dream Machines, and like I said, then then most then it was mostly just Juicy Johnny on the on that Gulas TV. But I finally got my picture made with Hutto and Juicy Johnny together, the Dream Machines, and I, I was like, man. Um, on things Bobby D went, you know, Bobby D's passed away, and I told said, and if his son Chase, he usually can't, usually comes, if he was there, I don't have him stand in for Bobby D, but he didn't, he he wasn't there, so, um, so it was just me and the Dream Machines, just Johnny and Arvo Hutto, so I, that was a big kick for me last year, and uh, to um, get my picture made with those guys from, because I remember back when I was a kid, I used to watch that Gulas, uh TV, that second run of Gulas. Which was George's thing, but I think Nick still helped him. But that was a big that was a big thrill for me. Those two things. I'm um, looking back, kind of sad because um, uh, Larry Cheatham. Uh, he actually, it's really sad because I think about now, Larry Cheatham passed. He was there, talked to him a little bit. He said he was doing good with his cancer. Uh, a few months later, he passed away. We lost Larry Cheatham. Um, at the time, Chris Champion just went into a, the coma. He was still, in, but he was in coma, and then he passed away after that. And then just a few months ago, um, J.D. Wolf passed away. And uh, so this coming reunion, those those guys ain't gonna be there. So it's gonna be be kind of it's gonna be sad. Not kind of, but it's gonna be really sad. Um, so hopefully. Um, We'll have a good reunion uh, coming up. Last year, I got to ride down with Scott Till and Rick McCord. Um, I'm hoping to get to do, ride down with them again this 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 year. Uh, Rick McCord, oh my gosh, what a nice guy! Such a such a nice guy. Um, if you look at Rick McCord, worked everywhere. Uh, I think he started out with Gulas, then went to Poffos. But if you look around, man, he he worked territories like crazy. Just all over the place, uh, and if you watch the um, first arcade, we're in the uh, when Flair goes over for the belt, we're in the cage. If you look, Rip McCord's in there. He's got—I think he had a nice sweater on. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, Rip McCord was in there when all the Bay faces come in there, and Rip McCord was one of them. But yeah, he, that guy—he's worked everywhere, all the territories, and such a nice guy. Oh man, super nice guy. Uh, you know, I some. You know, while we talked and questions and asked him stuff. Man, he, he answered all my questions, you know, and just super, super nice guy. Um, hopefully, I already talked to Scott. He said I could ride down again this year, and he said that he started to talk to Rick. So hopefully, we could be us three riding down again together down to the 
reunion because man that uh, that was fun and I got 50,000 main questions still for Scott Till about Goulas wrestling so I'm just so amorized I guess amorized is that the word I don't know I got a Wilson County education so who knows how to pronounce it but with Goulas wrestling especially the Nashville office you know Nashville outside the Nashville Chattanooga Birmingham Huntsville that area you know not the Memphis because Memphis gets so much publicity what you know compared to what Nashville the, but the, basically the Goulas and Goulas in you want to call it but um in which I'm trying to get something going now a little project uh now since I live in Bowling Green um I knew Bowling Green was a Goulas town uh but I didn't know it was every week town at uh and actually they had TV here at WBKO which I'm sure it was a tape because I'm sure I from what I whatever thing I've looked at there was no it wasn't studio wrestling which I could be wrong hopefully I can dig up something to find out there was but yeah I'm doing a little project I'm working on just in the very I'm in the basement of it groundwork <laughs> just pouring the basement of it trying to get it going kind of run into a little snag with uh, the Kentucky State Archive Library Archives so like Tennessee man if I was doing it on Nashville I'd have there that stuff's so easy to get it's like Mark James proved that when he put that book out recently of the stuff about Memphis, you know, the gate receipts and all that. Yeah, because I didn't look down, I think that stuff, uh, looked at um, stuff online, just the online stuff that Tennessee Archives has. And then something kind of stood out was it had a bunch of people who provide, um, applied for promoter's license in the state of Tennessee. And I think it was 76. Um, Luthez's wife applied for promoter's license uh, so I'm assuming that was for the uh, UWA promotion Thez and uh, Danny Davis of the Nashville Brass not wrestler Danny Davis but of the Nashville Brass or whatever it was called uh, the, and Buddy Lee Buddy Lee Entertainment or whatever it was called ran try to run opposition against Goulas here in Nashville and they actually they, I think they went they actually did but every, everywhere actually I think they did Nashville, Chattanooga. Uh, they tried to go against Memphis. I think they actually did try to Memphis. I don't think it lasted long. Um, I want to say they did Evansville. Maybe. But anyway, uh, it was as neat. It was kind of you know neat seeing her name on there for because back then you know we had a commission back then and you had to have promoter's license, wrestler like you know most. States with the commission. Nowadays we don't have one. We just got a boxing commission, MMA commission, in Tennessee now. But they, I think it was like in '80, they uh, disbanded the um, wrestling commission in the state of Tennessee, 1980, sometime in 1980. But uh, anyway, but yeah, so I'm kind of in a holding spot right now with getting that project off the ground. I'm still waiting to hear back from the uh, Kentucky State Archives on some stuff. So. Hopefully I'll get that going. I'll talk about that a little more during this. Um, so yeah, I'm ready for the reunion. It's coming up in about a month, and um, it's gonna be some good time. So um, if any of the boys are listening to this, uh, can't wait to see y'all. Hang out with y'all, chit chat a little bit. Never get to talk to everybody because there's there's been so many people in the last few years. It's coming. It's hard to really socialize everybody you might say hi shake a hand then you get around to getting to talking to somebody they're, they're always talking to somebody i don't want to interrupt you know and by that time you know it's, it's you look around you've been there four or five hours and it's starting to leave and you like man i didn't get to talk so-and-so this year you know so um hopefully you know i get to talk to everybody and everything meet, hopefully get to meet a few more people hopefully there'll be some more people new people come they're trying to get and some other people to get you know to come that's um hasn't been before uh i'd still love if lynn rossi would be able to come because he he just lives right up the road that's uh, not far because reading's in lewisburg and he lives in um Nolensville, tennessee so that's not that far um just i would love to meet never met him would love to meet him um 
I know uh, back back in the day, Tommy Tommy Higgy always told me he, uh, about Lynn. Thought he really he really uh, thought a lot of Lynn, Lynn Rossi, Mr. Rossi. But um, just wish I would, he could get down there. I don't know if he. I don't. My thing is he probably don't want to go. He you know, it's his you know probably that's a you know won't that's a it's not a long trip but still some some guys the older the older guys they. I don't think just getting out and going to reunions, sometimes it's not their thing. I don't know. But it would be nice to meet him. Um, I wish Mark Gordy could come. And uh, I wish he could come. He's never been to one. I wish he would be able to start coming to him. His work schedule always interferes so he can never get off. But I wish he could, I wish he could make one one year. I think he'd really enjoy it. And, um... So I just looked down. And I've been going rambling for 50 minutes. I was going to do like a five-minute thing, and it's turned to 50 minutes. But um, all right. I guess I'm gonna hop off here, and like I said, I'm, hopefully I'll get some guests and uh, get this thing with me and Mark get on here and just ramble for about 30 minutes each week about just different things. And um, oh, one more thing. I agree with Cornette 100% on this. AEW, they're dropping the ball. They're fixing blow, blow something big time. But you know, like I was thinking about it, I'm, I mean, we've kind of seen this before. Um, somebody, a uh, promo, new promotion with a billionaire's money, dropping the ball. But this time it's even bigger because they got a network. TNT, so they're from what I've watched, they're like Cornet. They're going to change a lot to if they're going to go on TV like you know TNT, because yeah, they have their niche people, their fans, but that's not going to keep you on TV. You're going to get new fans, so but they're going to change a lot of stuff. And I basically, I agree 100% with Cornette on everything they he said about it, pretty much. So, but like you know, people people say, "Well, who are you?" I'm somebody that'll watch it. So, if I'm somebody, you know, and trust me, I won't watch if it's back because I ain't watching New York now. I don't watch it anymore. I watched it in four months, five months, whatever. Anyway, I'm gonna get off. I'm rambling again. If I don't, this thing's gonna cut off. But yeah, I just uh, I'll post this on the uh, Facebook page there and. Um, uh, give you some updates on when I'll have a new guest and all that. And like I said, I hope we get this weekly thing going with Mark Gordy and everything. I think it'll be fun. Two old bitter guys. Two, two has-beens and never was. It's bitter about it. <laughs> like that's what it'll be called. That's if we get it going. <laughs> a weekly, the two has-beens that never was that are bitter. But anyway, uh, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, like I said, hopefully get this thing, uh, going every week have you know have the weekly thing then you know have the guests like every week every other week too you know just get stuff going give me something to do uh hope and update you on my little project that i got in the works hopefully it starts rolling and um maybe i'll get on here and and uh make a bunch of people mad because for some reason now wrestlers have more feelings they want they they hate they talk about their feelings getting hurt more than they do wanting to make money. So imagine that. Anyway, that's all I got for today. This is the Quint Charisma, the No Name Podcast. Thanks for listening and God bless.